was the time that we asked for? Was it anything to feel complete forevermore? Wanna see myself like I used to back then But every time I turn around, I'm in L.A. again Don't take this for granted, that's not how we get it, I know We're tearing these pages before we get to watch it unfold Ryan, Tim, what's up? What's going on, buddy? What's going on, buddy? What's going on, buddy? Uh, welcome to At Large Bed this week, everybody. Uh, I'm really excited for this week's show. Uh, we have a lot of crazy shit to talk about in college basketball. As always. As always. So, <laughs> um, net rating is out now. That's going to be a thing we're going to talk about. Uh, Ryan's upset because his beloved North Carolina Tar Heels lost to the Michigan Wolverines. No, 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 no. We got that ass whoop. Yeah. You're upset. I am. I'm I'm sad. I'm yeah. Talk about it. There was some uh, disrespect. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sad. Um, I'm so sad. <laughs> and then um, we also have to talk about how you were really wrong about Indiana Duke. Yeah, I was very wrong. <laughs> I was optimistic, you know? Yeah, I mean, I get it. But, like... I'm always pulling for the underdog. <laughs> yeah. But you were really wrong. I was way off. Yeah. Way off. Like, by the time the Louisville-Michigan State game was over and the Duke-Indiana game came on TV, the game was over. <laughs> Zion already had a dunk. They literally flashed for like two minutes and they went back <laughs> to the regular game. He's literally ripping the rim off. And they're and like, they oh, now Louisville-Michigan State. No. Oh. Well, yeah. That's actually... Let's start there, man. Louisville-Michigan State. How big of a win. How much... I So, full-blown... Man crush on Chris Mack right now. Welcome. Man, and I've always liked him, but knowing what Louisville went through, living in Louisville for so long, and yeah. seeing their, just the fandom that they have, they deserve it. Those, Chris Mack and Louisville fans deserve each other. Yeah, he is the perfect guy for that job. So, um, the Big East uh, ACC Challenge was this week. Mm-hmm. ACC coming up strong. Real strong. You already know? Flex. Um, and then, so a lot of, I mean, a lot of really fun games throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously I think that was the best one. Yeah. I mean, Tuesday night alone, we have Virginia Tech, Penn State. Yep. Nittany Lions get that dub there. Big yeah. win for them at Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, Iowa and Pitt was a really good game. Yeah. Jeff Capels has those guys at Pitt playing well. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's dropping some bags. I'm I was going to sure. say, he knows some bags we're getting, we're getting the secures, the secured bags in. <laughs> Um, NC State Wisconsin was close, mm-hmm. and then of course Duke Indiana's the main event was not close, and then the next day we had uh, Virginia Maryland. That was a really good game. That was a good game, high scoring game. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> um, Syracuse Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ohio State is no longer number one in the net. Oh, that's sad. Um, Florida, Florida State Purdue was really good. Yeah. And yeah, then that main event was Michigan and no, no, North, talk, North Carolina. No. Hey, Notre Dame beat Illinois. It was probably the worst game of them all. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty terrible. Um, I think North Carolina game was pretty bad. Um, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, but you know you're a college basketball analyst. I know. So yeah. All right, man. So let's go back to the Louisville. Game. Yeah, let's talk about Louisville. Let's talk about um, Ryan McMahon. He is the man. <laughs> he is the man. He he's doing whatever he wants down in Louisville right now. Yeah. Dropping 24 in that game. But, okay, I will say, not that 24 is not impressive, but 12 of those were from the line. But 
Ice cold, though. Yeah. I mean, somebody had Ice to make... Ice in his veins. Somebody had to make free throws in that damn game. <laughs> I mean, good God. But he he was poised, though. Yeah. I mean, he came to the line like it was nothing. It is, it is nothing to him. I mean, it was pretty great. But shout out to Louisville because the atmosphere of that was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, they played their asses off, too. Yes, they did. Um, I'm also really impressed with the announcing crew that... Ryan McMahon had this great game, and they didn't use the term. Uh, sneaky, athletic, gym rat, <laughs> gritty, great motor, scrappy, uh, first in the gym, last to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. So Kyle sent me this thing. It's the Brad Davidson announcer bingo. Okay. And the top letters are just W-H-I-T-E. <laughs> That's awesome. And so here's the W category. Okay. Sneaky athletic, winner, gym rat, gritty, coach's kid. The H is scrappy, doesn't show up at the box score, great motor, deceptively fast, which is my favorite. Yeah, I like that one. And gets the most out of his athleticism. <laughs> the I is plays the right way, gamer, and then of course it's the middle of the thing, so you get that free spot. Yeah. You get a high basketball IQ, IQ and every coach wants him. <laughs> the T, heart. Charge, first in the gym, last to leave, coach on the floor, fundamentally sound. Oh, and he's the best. You ready for this one? I am. Plays through injury. <laughs> Pesky. Okay. Great, great locker room guy. <laughs> Leadership. And a high character kid. Oh, man. So what we're saying here is that Ryan McMahon is bus cut Brad. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so can we get them to play one-on-one against each other? And like, McMahon's gonna America wins. <laughs> America wins in that case. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think, you know, this was the first of many signature wins for Chris Mack. Oh, absolutely. And if you remember our last episode, we talked a lot about how well they played against Tennessee. Mm -hmm. So you're seeing that he is kind of understanding this big competition. Yeah. There was never a doubt in my mind that he was okay with taking this job. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, absolutely. There was never anything that worried me there. He has so much confidence. Yes. He knows the game so well. It's almost like he literally... Took a Xavier team and transplanted it into Louisville. Because it literally looks like some of those really good Xavier teams. It does. Like It looks like if you put two Holloway on this Louisville team right now, <laughs> yeah. you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Or like J.P. Makira. Yeah. I mean, they have good pieces. They're, and, and the biggest thing is they their defense. Mm-hmm. And it, and I I don't want to I haven't watched that much of Louisville this year. But that game, if that's their snapshot, I'm all in. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed that they're playing the same time as Xavier on Saturday yeah. at noon. Because um, I would like to watch that game. And then um, next Saturday, the 8th, they are in Assembly Hall. Yeah. In Bloomington. Trying to go? I don't know if I'm going to be able to make that. Romeo's going to score 75. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Romeo. I shouted you out. I needed you to get 35. You didn't do that. <laughs> I need that. He didn't do it. No, no, he did not, man. He he really didn't. That did not happen. <laughs> not, not even close, actually. Um, yeah, he played pretty rough that game. Yeah. We'll get there. Um, but overall, you know, shout-outs to Chris Mack, that first big dub. On the other end, though. Womp womp. Izzo Magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something's up. Yeah. Like, something's changing, and he I don't know if he's just not evolving, but, I mean, okay, I'm going to say it again. 
I know how many times I've said it since we started doing this show. Why is Nick Ward playing over everybody else? <laughs> okay, I understand. He had a decent stat line in this game against Louisville. 14 points, 5 of 8 from the field, uh, 4 of 6 from the free throw line. Sure, okay, I'll take it. Right. But, like, no. Yeah. I mean, that was terrible. And then, you know, Joshua Langford, who was just all over the place in that game, mm-hmm. after looking really good in Las Vegas on Feast Week, yeah, you know, all of a sudden is like, no, you know. I think this season's going to have a lot of parity as is. Yeah. I think it's going to be, because, I mean, you know, Duke, we, uh-huh. we all thought Duke was going to be a powerhouse, and they showed their true colors at some point. Not true colors. I hate to say it. I don't want to say that, but they seemed human. Yeah. And then, well, it, they went right back to superhuman against Indiana. You want to hear a crazy shot? A crazy stat? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Duke. Yeah. So Zion Williams has 74 made field goals this year. Mm-hmm. RJ Barrett also has around that that much with 50 more shots. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's what's Zion's uh, field goal percentage right now? Nine, Still at like 70. <laughs> 984. That's dumb. I'm, I was joking. That's not really what it is. <laughs> Let me look this up real quick. We went to school in Northern Kentucky. Maths weren't our things. What is math? Yeah, true. Dude, he's putting up twenty-one and nine in college. Yeah, and and that's with another guy who's averaging right around the yeah. same amount. Yeah, he's not fair. No. So creative, um, creative player. Yeah, he really is. But he needs to lose weight. Remember all that? Remember his jump shot did look kind of crap in that game. I'll give you that. Yeah. But I guess when you don't. I still don't think he's the best part of the team. No. 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 Um, but I guess we'll talk about that real quick. Yeah. So we were really excited for this game because we wanted to see Indiana and how they can match up against Duke. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer was they can't. They cannot. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, basically Duke was like, all right, cool, you guys have one guy. Literally, dude, in what, the first minute yeah. Zion rips the rim off? <laughs> yeah. He had like six dunks in the first half. Yeah, he and he didn't hold back either. No. No, he was on all over it, so... He's a freak. Dude, yeah. So Langford ended the game with 13 points, six rebounds, and three assists on three of 15 shooting, and seven of 10 from the, from the stripe. Was Barrett guarding him most of the game? Yeah. And R.J. Barrett was nine of 18 from the field. But, oh, hey, you know what? It's all right. He only had three more shots than Zion. Mm. I mean, huh. <laughs> And what did, our, uh, what did our sleeper guy, Reddish, what did he end up with? Cam Reddish ended up with 13 points on 4 12 shooting. Mm. And our boy Trey Jones, 15 yeah. points, 8 assists, 6 of 10 shooting. Um, the only thing Duke didn't do well in this game was shoot threes. They were 7 of 20. When you're trying to rip the whole backboard off of the... Yeah. <laughs> off the floor. So... I'm not going to lie, man. Um, I was disappointed in Indiana's game. Yeah. But I also understand that they have all their other freshmen hurt. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like the Langford show. And it's literally, going into Cameron is ridiculously hard. Yeah. Ridiculously yeah. Like, hard. he goes to the free throw line, they're chanting overrated. Did like, you see Coach K go off on this crowd? Yeah. Though? That was kind of cool. That was. I didn't really understand it. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I I love 
the story about Reggie Reggie Bullock calling him a weasel dog. That is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> and every time I see him scrunch his nose up, I, all I can think of is that he literally looks like a weasel. Yes, I agree. Um, so you know, looks like Duke's back for now. Yeah, I would say that uh, I think we're we're seeing a lot of Duke in what they can do again. Mm-hmm. Um, I still wonder about. Okay, it's hard to say this, mm-hmm. and then maybe this is just me nitpicking, because, you know, we're millennials since 2018. Yeah. We have to find things to bitch about. For sure. What happens when Duke gets in foul trouble? They've been getting, good, they've been getting some good minutes off their bench, though. I mean, sure, but from, like, Jack See, White? Yeah. Dude, he pick, he cleans up. He's yeah. a really He's actually a really good rebounder. I mean, he's Australian. <laughs> he he does extend the plays a lot for them. Y'all give him that, and he's a, I mean, he's a decent shooter. Yeah, like it's just a different dynamic. Kevin Delorier. Nah, yeah, he's really inconsistent. Yeah, they got that kid that can shoot too. Um, oh wow, that's very that's great <laughs> analysis there, Ryan. I didn't want to say Duke guys guys that can play basketball. A Caucasian kid. What's his name? Alex. Alex O'Connell. Yeah, 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 him. He can shoot really good coming off the bench. Yeah. It's just you lose so much with those players coming off the bench that it's just so hard. Like, the other night, so in that game, Barrett and Reddish both had... Barrett had five fouls, so he fouled out, but it was like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Reddish had four. Zion didn't have a foul! How does he not have a foul? What? How do you go 40 minutes of a college basketball game and you don't pick up a foul? Are you going to try to get in front of him? I mean, he couldn't have, like... You know, had an offensive foul? No, he, he catches like... the ball out of the air. <laughs> what do you want him to do? Was he above the rim again last night during that game at some point? There was a I, he... I saw him during highlight during the during he almost pre- killed somebody in the front row. <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> there literally a, a torpedo came. He blocked the ball, so I'm pretty sure that person's dead. <laughs> Dude, he's just from another planet. It's not even fair. Man, I would just, we, I would love to see him in the NBA right now. You want to pull like the Nick Bosa? Mm-hmm. I would love to see that. Yeah, I'm, I think I want to enjoy this for as long as I can. Uh, yeah, until they play North Carolina, he might have seventy points against North Carolina. You want to talk about it? No, we have to. I know. Go ahead. Let's just rip this bandaid off now. Okay. We play no defense, Luke May. You suck. <laughs> He's such a liability, but not just him. Our defense, as far as our inside guys, our big guys, are terrible. Terrible at defense. Yeah, how do you guys only get four points from Nasir Little? Man, he had a, he had a bad game, too. I know, I'm just being But he doesn't get enough. I, I think Roy's not using him enough. I think he needs to be in the rotation a lot more. How many damn guys do you guys have on your bench? Oh, my God. We're deep. That. <laughs> But they don't just because you have contribute. multiple players doesn't mean you're deep. They don't. We have we have players that can contribute, so but like, they're not. They're not. You have like Garth Brooks in your starting lineup. Okay, you are gonna put <laughs> some respect on his name. All right, you just called him Garth Brooks. First of all, he's like a seven foot black guy. Garth Brooks is not. All right, you tell me Garrison Brooks like was like jamming out the friends in low places. You would be surprised. He has a back tat, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but like you know, Luke May did give you a double double in that game. What did he do? <laughs> so, Caroline didn't play well. No, right after they looked really good in Las Vegas, barely. 
they don't barely look good. They lost to Texas. No, no, no. Got smacked by Texas. You can't be mad at that loss, though. Yeah, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No. We got ran out of the gym. No. You know it's Shaka Smart's one window says, hey, I should have a real job. <laughs> we got ran out of the gym. I'm never happy anytime we get smacked like that. And then UCLA, I thought the same thing was going to happen. We came out better second half. We're, we're playing awful in the second half. So Have they um, started the Eric Musselman UCLA stuff yet? Mm-hmm. I guess the contract drawn up yet. It should be. Because did you see what like, Steve Alford apparently said that Las Vegas was good for them? Mm-hmm. They didn't get smacked in the mouth? Like, what the hell? Yeah. yeah. Um, but no. Michigan is the real deal. They are the real deal. Michigan is the real deal. Which we, we said, I, I knew we were, I, I had a feeling we were going to have a, a lot of trouble with them. They're scrappy. You guys fell hands to the Canadian sensation, Ignis Brosdikis. He he has some swagger to him too. Yeah, they always get like, how do I, how do I put this? They always get the guy that you see their face and you don't like them. Oh, dude, <laughs> he was just giving us buckets. He too. did give buckets. He gave. They said he played in uh like last year with Wagner. You're like oh, Wagner, so <laughs> and now you see Wagner on the Lakers and you're like, wow, he looks really young. Yeah. And then oh, like yeah. now Ignis, you're like, yeah. God, yeah, he, just... he would be like a great villain in a Die Hard movie, especially his haircut. Yeah, he's got like that. Uh, who was it? Was it G Easy? G Easy had that haircut. <laughs> Stupid. He looks like Roger from Doug Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I will. If anyone can please send us a Photoshop of Ignis on Roger Klotz's body from Doug. We Same will, haircut. We will 100 percent post that on all social medias. One million percent. Yes, every week. I'm we'll just we'll make it the logo of that large bid. <laughs> or in Ryan's case, at large bitter. I'm bitter. Touche. Those are bars. <laughs> Look, if y'all are listening to these bars we're giving you all right now, at large bitter, I like that. Yeah. It still hurts, though. Yeah. It's going to be all right. I don't know. Carolina's anymore. fine, man. I'm I'm the overreactor. I'm that guy. So they're not the best team in the country. Okay. But like that's a tough pill to swallow, is it? What do you see in Cameron? Just these crazy dudes. You see this Gonzaga team that acts like the world hates them because woe is me because they play in a shitty conference. They're mid major, bro. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I hate that so much. Uh... Okay, here's the dealio. Here's how we can say you're not a mid major. I don't care about what conference you play in. Right. If you're like turning in a top fifteen recruiting class every year, mm-hmm. if you're playing deep into March every year, if you're consistently a top ten team in the country year in and year out, you're not a damn mid major. No, no, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, but you know, people don't like that. We don't think Rui Hachimura is a top ten player. You I don't. I don't. I would take ten guys over him, and I named them all last week. And I could probably name some more this week because <laughs> I discovered Jay Morant this week. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, and so did the rest of the world. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. How do you literally dunk your way into the top ten, dude? He is unbelievable. He went off. Yeah, he's actually right now. Tankathon has him as the number one college basketball point guard. Okay, point guard. Like, yeah. He's real. He's real. Like we said, anybody who just goes ahead and rips off a poster at five. Seconds left. What was that? How much were they down at that time? Who cares? I know, right? <laughs> like, just reckless abandon. Yes, and it was 
hilariously awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. So, for those who don't know what we're talking about, a kid, another kid from... We're considering him a local guy. Yep. Get, even though he's five hours away. <laughs> that's that's fine. Um, that's close enough. Yes. By the name of Jay Morant, who is a sophomore point guard at Murray State. This Racers. At, at Alabama this week, last week. They only lost by six, actually. Wow. Um, dropped 38 with nine boards and five assists. He then... He had, they actually, no, it was Monday. No, it was Monday. And they play Prairie View on Saturday. So that's on ESPN Plus at 8 o'clock at night. We're watching that. Um, I'm going to turn in. I want to see what else he does. We're going to have to. But he is... He's on our big board. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is his stats so far this year, albeit, you know, played... Maybe not the best competition, but like nah. still. Buckets are buckets. 27.8 points a game. Nine assists and seven and a half rebounds. Did I mention he's six foot three? Yeah. And, and a has, sophomore. And he's has no no muscle on him at all. Doesn't need it. No. <laughs> Dunk was so more aerodynamic. Yes. Yes. Like if he was in the NBA, he'd be the perfect guy for the Air Jordan thirty three commercial. Oh yeah. Yeah. That whole like license to fly like yeah. gimmick. Yeah. I dig it. But he was impressive. Yes, and this is like kind of more to come from him to kind of at least in a decent place because they've got Auburn Ooh. coming up. They got no one in their conference. Does this mean that he's gonna be good enough to win their conference so we can see him in the tournament? Because I'm I'm so. all in. I hope so. Yeah, he's uh, this year's Jarris Lyles. I really hope so. I like Except him. for he's probably way better than Jarvis Lyles. <laughs> that dunk, man. Oh, my God. I think the rim's still rattling. Yeah, thank you to Frankie Vision for getting his last couple games up. So shout can, out to him, yeah. Yeah, shout out to Frankie Vision, who is kind of like, doesn't realize he's the motor of at-large bid. Yeah, shout out to you. Yes. Hey. Link in the description. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know who's been watching a lot of college basketball at home on their couch? Rick Pitino. <laughs> And Rick Pitino has gone to the tweeters. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry, as he calls it, the Petweetos, oh. to share his thoughts. Yes, he really used that term. Don't act like you're not a Petweeto. I'm not. Sports. I am so not. So, <laughs> it's three, this is what he put. All right, this was tweet was from 12 hours ago, so we're recording this Thursday night. Okay. Three levels of potential champions right now that I have seen. Elite. Virginia, Duke, Gonzaga, Michigan, and Kansas. These are who he calls. This is his. These are his elite his teams. Expertise, no fucking shit. <laughs> Almost elite. Almost elite. Oh Come on. Gosh. Come on. Ready for this? Yes. Tennessee, mm. Texas Tech, Wisconsin, and Nevada. They're almost elite. Almost elite. Okay. Yeah. Texas Tech's pretty damn good. God. Yeah. Oh, and oh, and don't forget, don't forget the potential to be elite. Oh, oh man. Wow. Kentucky. But wait, there's more. Auburn. North Carolina, Michigan State, and Nova. Okay, we're gonna back. We're gonna we're gonna take like the board, like the like record scratch, like Nova, dude. Nova, the team that just lost to Furman. That, but they were potentially elite, correct? Potentially elite. I wish you all could see how bad I just rolled my my eyes. <laughs> he also said, gave out shouts to Chris Mack. Awesome <laughs> win last night for the cards. 
Great preparation by Chris, and I'm so proud of Ryan McMahon. Oh, my God. And dude. he did not use any punctuation from great preparation by Chris to I'm so proud of Ryan McMahon. So Rick Petuito, Rick Petuito is like all of us. He tweets run on census. Oh, my God, man. That's like... <laughs> oh, he's such a piece of shit. God. Well, there goes my goal of having an interview with Rick Petino. He probably knows it. Yeah. Just kidding. Rick, I love you, man. Okay, I, I really, like, that. he's on my list of goal interviews. He would not be a be, good interview. Not because he's a good interview, but because he's just, I just want to hear him deny every single thing we bring up. He'd probably shank me, too. <laughs> yeah. or at least get someone to do it. But then I would tell him a story about him putting his foot in the kid's ass at a, a basketball camp that the kids pay for. Yeah. And then we'll bring it back full circle. Yeah, he'll love you. Wow, man. He also just had Terry Rozier on his pod. What do you think they talked about? <laughs> All politically correct stuff. Yes. There's still a trial. Puma? <laughs> There's still... You think Puma came up? I'm sure Adidas didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee that. Yes, absolutely. All right, so, like we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. um, we have a new ranking system in college basketball. <laughs> and this is called The Net. The Net. The net. So, <laughs> for this ever not even true. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let me see. I'm not sure. I have the thing that kind of told me what everything. Yeah. How you okay. figure it out. So here it, it's called the NCAA evaluation tool ranking. Mm. Yeah. So it is based on five categories. Okay. Team value index factors, and that include opponent, location, and winner. In terms of team value index. So this algorithm is set up to reward teams who beat other good teams. Results-oriented component of the net. Lies. <laughs> net efficiency, which is your offense efficiency of field goal attempts, offensive rebounds, turnovers, and free throw attempts, equaling total number of possessions. <laughs> so total points divided by total number of possessions equals offensive efficiency. Are you confused yet? No, I'm good. I'm I'm okay. right on track. Because I'm, I'm like... No, I'm good. Yes, and then defense is opponent field goal attempts, opponent's <laughs> offensive rebounds, opponent's turnovers, opponent's free throw attempts, equaling total number of opponent's possessions, which goes to... Hold on. Hold on. Opponent's total points divided by total numbers of opponent's possessions that he makes defensive efficiency. <laughs> yeah. What, what weight is this going <laughs> to carry in anything? Winning percentage, which is just your wins divided by total games played. Okay. I mean, that one's pretty easy to follow. Wow. Adjusted win percentage between road wins and road losses, neutral site wins, and home wins. So if you went on the road, you get 1.4 points added wow. to your adjusted winning percentage. And then lastly, scoring margin. Hmm. All right, man. I'm going to bitch about this. You ready? <laughs> yes, please do. Okay. I. No, 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 Tim Rant, Tim Rant, Tim Rant. Thank you for doing that while You're I coughed, because I'm working hard tonight. You're choking on this bullshit. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so I'm going to kind of play the in-between here for a second. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with figuring out something to get rid of RPI, yeah. because RPI was stupid. Right. But, bruh, for real, for real? Yeah. Who like, came up with this? This basically does not, it says in there, to the matter of, rewarding teams for playing better like fucking bullshit man so let's take a gonzaga for example here okay maybe they're the worst they're not the best example because they're really good yeah um hmm. let's take texas tech okay right now you know 
really kind of catching the get making a name for themselves on fire. Had a good tournament run last year mm-hmm. with Zaira Smith, I think was there. Yeah, he was there. Whatever. Yeah. Um, this basically, and we all know, Big Twelve basketball isn't exactly the ACC. Yeah. So, what this is basically stating is it's not giving teams any motivation to play tougher schedules. If you look at how this is worked at worded, how this is adjusted, how this makes sense, like this doesn't make this doesn't make things matter yeah. as much as it should. So saying. you know what I mean? Like Texas Tech might play let's say Texas Tech played Kentucky next year, mm-hmm. first week, and they beat them on a last second shot right. at Rupp Arena. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the year they played Winthrop, Virginia Military Institute, um, Murray State, Northern Kentucky. Right. Central Arkansas State University, etc. Yeah. They're going to beat all those teams by 40, 50, 60 points. Mm-hmm. So, really, that's just helping their offensive efficiency. Right. And that just seems, like, really terrible. Let's it look does. at Memphis next year. What if, like, all this clicks? Right. I mean, I know they just lost to the College of Charleston. But... <laughs> well, well, they don't have their players yet, so... Yeah, right. Fast forward. 2019. Yes. Holla Wiseman, Jeffries, all those guys are there. Yeah. Holla at us then. And they don't really have a tough conference schedule. No. So if they just run through the American and they play one really good division, like one really good top-ranked top team, they beat them, what's stopping them from being number one in the net compared to yeah. Duke or North Carolina or Michigan playing in these tough conferences, beating right. all these teams with close games, things like that? Yeah. I, just another win for the NCAA for sure. Yeah, so I lean towards. Are you familiar with Ken Palm? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Ken Palm is my shit. Yeah, like. Yeah, that that seems to make a little bit more sense because I'm still trying to figure everything out in a sense. For Ken myself. Palm's great because it brings in strength of schedule, right? And that right here is. I know the NCAA is like strength of schedule, beating good teams. Like, no, this does not. Everything else cancels that part out. Yeah, and Ken Palm actually talks about strength of schedule, great teams. Mm-hmm. So. I'll tell you another story about Ken Palm real quick. Um, I was so I worked Xavier Miami of Ohio the other night, mm-hmm. and I was I was in the game and I was in the press conference, and Travis Steele, Xavier's coach, who mm-hmm. immediately became my second favorite Xavier coach of all time, right. when he said he talks to his kids about Ken Palm and he uses stats from Ken Palm to show where they are amongst the country, and I went, he gets it. Yeah, he's one of us. Mm-hmm. He's one of us. Analytical. Yes, and like I'm all about analytical. Oh yeah. So right now, according to Pomeroy rankings, Duke's number one in the country. Um, you know, it kind of talks about all, all the stuff. Their strength of schedule being a huge thing. They're seventh in the country in strength of schedule, according to this. Um, national strength of schedule adjusted still has them in that seventh range. Kansas being two, Virginia being three, Zaga, Nevada, Michigan, North Carolina, Auburn, Texas Tech, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And I think truly that's probably the top ten teams in the country right now from what we've seen. Yeah. So. Fair. Yeah, I'm I'm down with Ken Palm. It's, it's extremely accurate. Yes, even Carolina with two losses because their two losses are, you know, Michigan and a Texas team that's on the up and up. Mm-hmm. You know that keeps them in that ranking. There keeps them in that range. Right. So if they had used, which I think is fair. Yeah, totally fair. So if the tournament uses this and North Carolina still a two seed. Yeah. If everything kind of works the way, you know, obviously it's right. Gonna be different, but we're gonna lose more games in the net in their debut. <laughs> We had Ohio State as the number one team in the country because they're the only <laughs> ones that played a true road game. Yeah. Like, yeah. Duke got punished in in the net for playing Kentucky and Indianapolis. Right. That's so stupid. Let alone that they won by 32. 
That's bad. That's so stupid. Y'all shouldn't do that. Yes. So thank God we have... Thank you for Ken Palm. Yes. Holla at you, boys. So let's look at what the current net is <laughs> right now. Because <laughs> it looks like it's updating. That so Virginia, sweet. Texas Tech, Michigan, Gonzaga, Duke, Wisconsin, Nebraska, <laughs> Iowa, Belmont. Wow. Belmont. Hey, shout Belmont's, out to Belmont. Belmont's a three seed right now, yeah, baby. Yeah. And OVC. Auburn, Nevada, and San Francisco. <laughs> what? Then Ohio State, because they lost. <laughs> and then Buffalo, Kansas, Tennessee, North Carolina, Loyola Marymount. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Then that's stupid. Yeah, this is a joke. I, okay, I'll say, like, yeah, Notre Dame's 28th right now in the net. They're certainly not the 20th best team in the country. <laughs> <laughs> they might not be the 56th best team in the country. Hey, but Belmont. 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 Kentucky is 44th on the net right now. Uh-oh. Hey, UK fans were with you. That's BS. Louisville's 67th. They just beat Michigan State. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and this update's daily. Unreal. Let me see where North Carolina, where Northern Kentucky's at. For me. I don't care about anyone else in this situation. <clears throat> They are 131st. They fell five spots, even though they won the other <laughs> night. On the road. On the road. This is accurate. This is horseshit. <laughs> I mean. This is accurate as hell. Yeah. That's a joke. It's a joke. That's I don't like joke. it. That's another thing that the NCAA does that we can complain about. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I <laughs> mean. As if we needed more things. So, yeah, man. I think uh, things are weird in this scenario. Yeah. And not fun. The seating is going to be pretty interesting this year. Yeah. As far as how they're going to figure that out. Yeah. All right. So, I think we can really... I'll have one more thing. We can bounce. I'm very surprised you're missing out. What am I missing out on? Why are you giving me that face? Bowl, bowl. Oh my god, Bobo! <laughs> what if you get a rap song? He needs one. Yeah. You should write one. <laughs> he's been balling, though. Dude, he's so good. I just wanted you to talk about him, because you just talk about him every episode. So. Yeah, because, you know, he's awesome. He's the truth. Dude, he's crazy. So, he's 7'3", he can shoot deep. He We have 36 the other night? He could be Christoph Porzingis. Mm-hmm. And what's also funny about that is he could be playing next to Christos Porzingis next year. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what if the Knicks draft Bull Bull? It'd be amazing. And sign Kevin Durant. Ooh. Look at the length of that team. Oh, my gosh. It'll basically be like Red Rover will be their defense. <laughs> they just need to play fucking 2-3 yeah. with your hands straight up. <laughs> Red Rover would just be their defense. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so part of the reason I kind of forgot to talk about Bull Bull in this week's episode is because he did have a crazy game the other day. Yeah. That they lost. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, he's he's just trying to lose. Cole Anthony, where do you think he's going to go? I've told you I think he's from North Carolina. I do too. Yeah. I think he's a shoe-in for sure. Yeah. he's. So I don't know if he's a shoe-in. I'm not as, co- as um, confident as you are there. But he is very good at basketball. And I think, you know, Oregon might be able to make some noise in this when they lose to Texas Southern, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at Oregon's schedule, though, right now, and their schedule does not do them any favors. It might be good in the net. 
<laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> there are no ranked Pac-12 teams right now. Are you surprised? I mean, kind of. You know, they smoked Syracuse. And they beat, but they lose to Texas Southern, which I get anything can happen. Yeah. They got to play Houston on Saturday. And then after that, I mean, Baylor's okay. Yeah. UCLA twice, USC, Arizona's getting better, Washington's, you know, right on the cusp of being top 25. This schedule sucks, man. Yeah. It's pretty weak. Um, But I, I definitely, I just wanted you to talk, I just wanted to shout out your boy, Bowl. Bowl? Hey, man, we're rooting for you. Absolutely. You're moving up way up in my big board. Ooh. December 19th. You want to go to UC? Yeah. UCLA at UCA? Yeah. Let's see the Steve Alford farewell tour. <laughs> see the keeping the seat warm for Eric Musselman tour. Yeah. Yes. Shout out Musselman too. Dude. Maybe, did you see them be a little Chicago the other night? Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Like, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do a show in my terrible Rick Bettina impersonation and your Coach K impersonation? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Next week. Oh, man. That would be pretty ter- pretty terrific. Yes. Okay. So. Ooh, UCLA's got Notre Dame next week. We're going to cook their asses. We're getting Steve Alford fired. Yeah, James Harden style. Yeah. That's what you get for being on Under Armour. We already got, we're, we got that Under Armour thing on lock. Uh, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. So, all right. So, tonight I went to a high school basketball game. Okay. I went and watched um, a kid that's going to be playing at the University of Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, and I forgot his name already. He's go. All I know he goes to Pendleton County. Yes. Hold uh, on. That's all I know. That's all. <laughs> that's all I got. This is like the worst time you should have talked to us about the story. So he, Dante Allen. Duh, Dante Allen. Yeah, okay. Come on, so I watched Dante good. Allen drop fifty-two points and lose. Wow. For a school in Pendleton called Pendleton County, he's so he, a he's the seventy-fourth rated player in the country according to twenty-four-seven. He is going to be a three at Kentucky. Okay. And pros, he is super athletic. He is really good in the offensive side of the ball. Um, he, he has some ath- the athleticism is nice. Like a lot of things to like there. Cons, he plays LeBron in October defense. Okay. Like he just lets people drive on him. Okay. And he doesn't do anything to stop him. You got to save all your energy for offense. What are you talking about, <laughs> dude? Come on. He's, is this Jabari Parker style? Yeah. All right. And yeah. then um, he kind of did this thing a couple times where he was taking fadeaways a lot. Mm. And is he Was he the biggest guy on the court, too? Dude, yes. Yes. <laughs> That's so like he, a thing now. Like, I mean, fadeaways are in now. He dropped 52 and they lost. Yeah. So he's 6'6", 175. 185. Okay. So he would definitely be probably be a good idea to put some muscle on. When he, he gets with, when he goes to college basketball strength conditioning coaches, no, yeah, he'll be the before and after picture guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be like, "You're gonna eat oats, all the oats, <laughs> all the proteins." Yep. And then uh, my other con is, oh my god, high school basketball is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I cannot handle not having a shot clock. Oh all yeah. Right, so, so Scott High School, which is the school they were playing, mm-hmm. for those who don't live in our area. Uh, does this like has this possession? The first possession of the game was forty seconds. <laughs> like, could Did you they imagine score if, off of it? Yes. Could, could, you, imagine, matters, could you imagine if you gave the Gold Star Warriors forty seconds? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
they would score like thirty points in forty seconds. Yes. <laughs> so I um so there's like the fourth quarter of the game's like three minutes left. Scott's up four on Pendleton County, Allen's team, mm-hmm. and they literally had a a minute possession to end in a travel. Wow. Like Pendleton County did? Or no, Scott? Scott did. Oh wow. Like okay. So this whole, you know, and I understand people are like, well, you have to find someone to run the clock, and you have to find someone to take care of it. Like, no! No, you don't. You just get a damn shot clock, because this is terrible. Yeah. Like, we played, we all played ball at some point where we didn't have a shot clock, and what did we do? Yeah. We held the damn thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And so now, in high school, it's like, yeah, just do that. (laughs) It's so stupid. Just dribble it. Dribble the clock out. Four, Four quarters. Oh man! Yeah, and it was a good game, good. though, man. Like, yeah, it was high scoring, back and forth. Scott kept trying to pull away. Penalty kind of get back in it. Allen was would make some cool plays. And, you know, I think officiating high school ball is pretty bad too. Yeah. Oh my god, there was there was a ref there that just wanted to call everything, like everything. I wonder if it was my old AAU coach. It might have been. <laughs> but, he's a, he's actually a really good ref around here. Yeah. But no, I agree, man. It's gotta be shit. It's gotta be boring for them. Yeah, I can't imagine that being fun. But then again, they'd have to get in shape if there's a shot clock, so you know. But I looked at Dante Allen's Twitter after the game, mm-hmm. and I don't think he even cares that they lost. <laughs> He's out, dude. He's like, they're like, thanks for all the support. Yeah, man. Thanks for showing out. <laughs> we lost, but it is what it is. Ooh, I didn't realize he played. Um, for the Kentucky Royals, the AAU team. Wow. Yeah. With, um, I believe Jake Omer played for them. From okay. Scott, that plays for Western Kentucky. Yeah, he plays for Western. Yeah. That kid's real. Yeah. So, he is actually just right now trading tweets with Tyrese Maxey saying, Tyrese Maxey, also the five-star going to Kentucky, <laughs> saying, oh, this is how we coming, because the tweet is, signee Dante Allen just scored 53 points. Oh, yeah, he scored 52 in his last game. Unreal. And he says, you feel me? I know you toyed with them over there too. No mention of the fact they lost. Nah, just like All that's right. not important. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, have fun, do your thing. I yeah. mean, I'm excited to see. He's out. Yeah, my first impression of him was, you know, he can play at the next level. You know, it'd be really cool though is if they make it to state, mm-hmm. play down at Rupp. Oh, is this still at Rupp? Uh, I think it's still at Rupp. Okay, should be at the Yum Center, but um, the point. there's been a lot of talk about BB&T Arena. Really. I know they do the girls' uh, mm-hmm. regional tournament there, right? Or is yeah. it state now? I think state's there now. Okay. Yeah, man. So That'd be cool. Shout out to Northern. Shout out to Northern. Doing big things. Yeah. So this is going to be up Friday morning. If you don't have anything to watch on anything going on Friday night, uh, Northern, who's a really, really good mid-major team, mid-major top 25, is going to be playing UMBC at home tomorrow. Ooh. The UMBC that just beat the University of Virginia as a 16 seed beating a 1 seed in the tournament. It has a really annoying Twitter account. <laughs> that kid's just got to let it go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, they're not going to. Yeah. Keep so, that's going to be on ESPN Plus at 7.30. So, if you have the ESPN Plus, check it out. It's going to be fun. Tune in. Yeah, for sure. You might see my face there. They could only be <laughs> so lucky to see your beautiful face. Day 3 of Tim's basketball tour from this week. Yeah. Yeah. Really it, big. Anything you want to touch on before we bounce? I think, uh, Carolina, please get it together. I'm losing my mind. Please. In the great words of Kendrick Lamar, we're going to be all right. <laughs> Luke May's still in the starting lineup. <laughs> you know. I'm leaving it at that. 
Yeah. So, the day Cole Anthony announces, you realize we're going to do a pod that day. No matter what day of the week it is. That's fine. And I'm just going to let you talk. That's I'm all gonna, I'm going to do. I'm literally going to talk my shit. Because mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards is coming right after. I hope so, for you. Yeah, for my sanity. I think as a college basketball fan, I want to see that. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Shit, the way Nas played last week, or last game, he needs to come back next year. Just off of one game. Kobe's the best player on the team right now. Nas, in that case. Nas, come back home. In that case, does Romeo Langford need to come back for a year? Oh, shit. <laughs> he needs to stay all four years at this point. RJ Barrett played really bad against Gonzaga. Does he need to stay? I mean, Gonzaga? <laughs> He's going to put 50 up on We him. had all-worldly Rui Hachimura. I he's top he's top player. Number one player in the country. Alright, so next week <laughs> next week we'll have our big board to yeah. kinda of do that. And also be sure to check out our NBA shows, forty eight minutes with yours truly and Sean Mackey and then Shot Collars with our boys Kyle Brandon and Ben Brown. Other than that, keep tuning in if you want to hear more about college basketball and recruiting and all that fun jazz. This is Tim Daniel for Ryan Luster. Holla at the boys. We out. Holla. Holla.